So I am recording a solo episode of the Man Up to Cancer podcast tonight. Um, no music, no production. So the amazing team at Redbird Media Group are not going to be involved in this episode. This is just me and the microphone. I know, truly terrifying. Um, so yeah, so I thought, hey, I'm going to record a, an episode of the podcast um, it's a motivational episode of the podcast. And I was hoping that you guys might be, um, that this might apply to some of you in what you're going through in your lives if you're impacted by cancer. Um, so, okay. So I'm just going to launch into it. Um, I find myself in this weird place where people with cancer are looking to me as a motivator. And it's weird because mostly because for big chunks of my own journey, I've been the one in need of motivation. I struggled with clinical depression and anxiety and isolation. And I was really fortunate because I found motivators who were fellow patients, survivors, and others who are not in the cancer community, who basically motivated me along, have motivated me along my path. And when I needed them most, so now that I'm about three years into my own cancer journey, I'm feeling kind of like a, a grizzled veteran of, of cancer at this point a little bit. Um, so I'd like to think that I've gained some insights along the way um, and hopefully some wisdom. So for me to occasionally play the motivator role for others, that is another thing that I'm grateful for. So I want to share with you all a letter I wrote to a friend of mine. This friend is facing stage four cancer like myself. He was diagnosed about six months ago, and he's going through some of the same emotional turmoil that I've faced. And there are things in this letter that I've been holding back from him because there is some tough love here. And the last thing that I want to do is hurt my friend. Um, but I guess I'm realizing that I'm hurting him more if I'm not being honest with him and, and telling him how I really feel. So I wrote this uh, letter after getting off a long phone call with my friend the other day. And again, my hope is that some pieces of this might apply to your lives as well. So this is probably going to take me about um, 10 minutes to read for those of you who want to listen along. So, is this it for you? I'm asking seriously, are you throwing in the towel? Because let's be real, if you quit on life, no one's going to blame you. We'll all know, we all know that you got dealt a shitty hand. Aggressive cancer in your 30s, most likely incurable, right in the prime of your life, right when things were really getting good, after putting in so much damn work to get where you wanted to be. Then it all fell apart. You got sick. Your body betrayed you. The people you thought would step up and be there for you, they ran for the door. The employer you sacrificed so much for and some people you trusted there, they turned away from you too. So I get it that you want to quit. 
you want to check out. Your emotional and physical pain, it's the type of anguish you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. I know. I have been there. Stuck in those dark places, feeling like there's no role for me for me in the world anymore. Crippled by despair. I've felt lost. I heard you on the phone when you said you didn't feel like anyone believed in you anymore. And let me tell you, that's a lonely feeling, especially when it relates to the people you love the most. I hear you. I empathize with you. And I'm here to tell you, some people might be willing to let you check out. I'm not. You can't quit on life. We are taking that option off the table right now. It is time for some tough love. You have work to do before you leave this earth. You have people who are still looking to you for guidance and whose lives will suffer if you stay isolated, if you stay bitter, if you stay locked up in this prison you're building for yourself. The fact that you are still alive, that your heart is still pumping blood through your veins, means there is a mighty call on you to say yes to your life, no matter the circumstances or what some doctors are telling you. You asked me for straight talk. Well, here it is. Yes, at some point, cancer may kill you. Your life may be shorter than the one that you and your loved ones envisioned. I'm in that boat with you, brother. It's scary. How could that not be scary sometimes? But what I'm asking you to do, what I'm asking myself to do, is try not to turn away from that fear. Try to get up close to it. Make it your friend. Because we cannot let that fear paralyze us. We must let it motivate us. If we're short on time, we don't have any to waste. Time is your most precious currency. The question is, how are you going to spend it? That guy you read about in the paper, he died in a car crash. All the things he had set aside for someday, he never had the chance to do those things. But this reckoning we have with cancer, no matter how painful, offers us the gifts of urgency and clarity. If we're lucky, we can set our relationships straight. We can spend time with our people. Instead of staring at a list of the things we want to accomplish someday, we have the opportunity to take decisive action now on what really matters. Cancer is in our face screaming, do it now. Say what must be left on, say what might be left unsaid. Do what might be left undone. A lot of people reach old age having never heard that wake-up call. It's uncomfortable for me to push you like this because when I was in your shoes emotionally, it took a long time for me to be ready to live again. But I'm willing to say these things now because you are ready. You are not fragile. You are well able and you have everything it takes to make a positive difference in the world as soon as you make the decision that you are willing to participate. 
what we're really talking about is legacy. How do we want to be remembered? Will they say, well, he got cancer and pretty much never heard from him after that. Or will they say he got cancer, but that never diminished his spirit. He gave of himself in the ways he could until the last. What I'm saying is that I know you and you are not a quitter. You're a giver. The light inside you may be diminished at this moment, but it is not extinguished. In fact, it's ready to shine brighter than you could have ever imagined. So I'm giving you 24 hours. Do whatever you need to do. Vent, rage, throw a grand old pity party. Then you rise up and you move forward. You get out of your head and you take one small action to make someone else's life better. That is the way forward. That, my friend, is where the next chapter of your life begins. So that was the letter. And I, I hope that, you know, there was a piece in there that touched one of you guys tonight. Um, I know that I, I mentioned a time in my own journey when I needed people to light a fire under my ass. And I was lucky to have two kids and a wife and friends and other family and also um, just some great motivators to do that for me. Otherwise I would have stayed down. Um, and I realized that, you know, when I was thinking about motivational content, it's kind of, it's weird. It's kind of like, um, there's so many other people doing that, but at the same time, I just feel like because I was in that place that I do, I am in a unique position to be able to say that, you can be in that place of darkness and turn your life around even as you face a difficult prognosis. 